Good day, my name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and getting you to take action. I have a crazy idea for you. Call less often. Yep, in this episode, I'm going to help you call less often by having you ask yourself a very simple question and answer that question. This kind of relates to last week's episode number 454 when we talked about poker's ultimate question, what are they doing this with? Well, today's question, a simple one-word question, will help you analyze your calling situations and your calling decisions a little bit better so you can make better calls And probably if you're making better calls, you're going to be making better folds because you're going to be ditching those poor calling situations. Be sure to go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 455 to help you take notes. Okay, without further ado, let's get crazy. Gambate! What are you going to do about it? Eh, probably something stupid. Good, but you've already done that. Then something crazy. So let's talk about calling here. When you call, I don't care if it's pre-flop or post-flop, calling means you want to see the next street. And why do you want to see the next street? Well, there has to be a good reason for it. Calling in any situation, just kind of as a default, or because, hey, I don't want to fold. That's a very costly reason to call. So when you call, you're doing more than just passively putting some chips into the pot. You are purposefully choosing to go to the next street against this opponent in this position with this hand. To illustrate this, if you call in the big blind versus a button raiser, common calling spot, you know, uh, you are telling the poker gods, you're telling everyone at the table, you're telling your opponent, you're telling the dealer, I want to see the flop against the button player from out of position with this hand. We can look at that statement within the confines of the three advantages. Now, I've talked about those before. Three advantages are the positional advantage, range advantage, and skill advantage. So here, if we look at that statement again, I want to see the flop against this button player from out of position with this hand. Let's think about that in relation to the positional advantage. It's like you're saying, I'm happy giving the button a positional advantage over me in this hand. If we look at it in terms of the range advantage... I'm happy calling here with a weaker range than my opponent's raising range, which contains the strongest hands. And if we look at it from a skill advantage perspective, I'm making this call because I have a post-flop plan for exploiting the open raiser regardless of me hitting the flop or not. Now, let's imagine we called, boom, there's a flop. If you check and then call their flop c-bet, you're now kind of telling a very similar story, but here's what you're saying now. I want to see the turn against this player from out of position with this hand. Now, all of this is something that a lot of people don't give enough thought to before they make their call, or even during their studies when they're reviewing calling hands. Most of the time, a player just looks down at Jack-10 suited, and they think, well, I want to see the flop with this hand because... You know, I can make straights and flushes, maybe even a top pair hand. Or they just think, this hand is good enough, jack-10 suited, yeah, I got an open-ender, I can call to see the next street. But this is just first-level thinking in poker, which is just caring about your hand and taking nothing else into account. You're not thinking about your opponent, the position, the stack sizes, the bet size, possible future cards, none of that jazz. Look down at your hand, worthy of calling. That's first-level thinking. Now, in order to become a better player, I want you to start thinking at the second level. 
Now, that requires that you answer the question, why? That's the simple question I talked about earlier. One word, very simple question, why? If you can answer that question with a great reason behind every play that you make, especially calling, you're going to be making better plays. Let me run a little two-question quiz by you here. So, question number one relates to this situation. You called in the big blind with jack of spades, ten of spades, against a button-open razor. So my question to you is, why did you call? Multiple choice, right? And I want you to choose the second level answer. Option A, I like Jack-10 suited. Option B, I can't fold my big blind. I have to defend. Option C, my opponent C-bet bluffs a lot on the flop, and I can easily bluff check-raise him. Or option D, it's suited, yo! Flush, here I come! So what's your answer? Which of those A, B, C, or D was the second level answer? Yep, it was answer C. My opponent C bet bluffs a lot on the flop, and I can easily bluff check raise him. Question two is about this situation. You called, and the flop comes down, ace of spades, seven of clubs, eight of clubs. You still have the jack of spades, ten of spades. Once again, the pot is ace of, not the pot, the flop is ace of spades, seven of clubs, eight of clubs. You have the gut shot with the jack 10 and the 7-8, you need a 9, and the back door uh, uh, flush draw with one spade on the board. The pot is six big blinds. You check, and the button bets four big blinds, or two-thirds pot. You're thinking about calling. Well, here's the question. Why are you considering a call? Once again, four multiple-choice answers. I want you to choose the second-level answer. Answer A. He's turn honest, and I can bluff River if he checks and I don't improve on the turn. Option B, because I have a gut shot plus a backdoor flush draw. I can't fold just yet. Option C, mm, he might be bluffing. Or option D, only weak fools fold on flops. Yep, I'm sure you guessed it. The second level answer is A. Why are you considering a call? Well, he's turn honest, and I can bluff the River if he checks and I don't improve on the turn. So I'm going to help you use this question, simple one-word question, why, to improve your decisions. While you're playing, before every single decision, imagine your coach is over your shoulder. You, you're about to tell him, hey coach, I'm going to make this call right now with Jack-10 suited in the big line, with a gut shot on the flop, whatever it is. Imagine your coach is right over your shoulder and he asks you, why? Now, before you click that call button... It's your job to explain your reason to your coach. You're basically asking the question why and answering it for yourself as if that coach is paying attention to everything you're doing. Here's the thing. Your coach is looking over, over your shoulder. He will not accept invalid reasons, right? Maybe you, you ask the question why. Your coach asks you the question why, I mean to say. And your answer is, I hate folding. Or, oh, this hand is too pretty to fold. Or, it's suited. It's spades. How can I ever fold suited spades hand? Those are all coaches, or those are all answers your coach would hate to hear. When you hear yourself giving your coach a crap answer like that, yeah, folding is probably a better play. Let's think about post-flop. You're thinking about calling. Your coach asks you, why? Some more invalid reasons. You might say something like, well, I can only win if I stay in. Your coach is going to hate that. Or you might say, oh, it's only 33% pot. It's not that expensive. 
yeah, coach hates that too. And la- the last thing you might say, an invalid reason for calling post-flop, uh, maybe he'll check on the next street. Then I can, um, I don't know, maybe check behind? Yeah, your coach would hate all of those, right? You're not giving your coach valid reasons, valid logical reasons to make a call and continue in the hand. Now, here are some valid reasons that your coach will accept. And these reasons are second level reasons, uh, require second level thought, and you're taking more into account than just your hand and the board. For example, you're thinking about calling preflop. Coach asks you why. You say, well, I know the razor, and there are three ways I can exploit him post-flop. Number one is this. Number two is this. Number three is this. That's a great reason. Your coach is going to love that. He's going to say, click that call button right now. Or maybe another valid reason. My hand is good enough to re-raise pre-flop, but this guy spews chips. I'm going to let him think I'm weak by just calling, so he'll spew his chips at me through the flop, the turn, and the river. Yeah, your coach will like that one. Or this one. Well... I have a greater than 20x implied odds to hit a set right here, so it's totally worth it to call with pocket threes. If I hit my set, I can get max value versus this extremely tight player with a strong range. Awesome! Your coach is going to love the the fact that you are thinking more than just about your hand and the board. Now, some great post-flop reasons. uh, Your coach asks you why. You say, well, he's laying me a great price to call on my draw. Mathematically, I'm making money with this call. Your coach is going to love that. You're actually calculating the math on the spot in-game. Another valid reason? I know exactly how to bluff him on the very next street. And there are so many bad cards for his range that if one of those hits, I'm willing to bet big enough to rep a strong hand to get him to fold. I know he can find a fold on the next street. Boom! Coach loves that. Or maybe your coach asks you why, calling post-flop, and you say, well... My top pair, way ahead of his range, and calling will just let him spew more chips at me later. Plus, I have position, and I can call, or raise, or even check back based on the turn and the river cards. Once again, coaches love answers like that, right? Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Before every single call, ask and answer the question, why? Just imagine your coach is over your shoulder. The cursor is hovering over that call button. You're about to click call, but your coach interrupts you and asks why. It's up to you to give your coach a valid, logical reason for making the call. And a really good um, exercise or a, a really good way to focus on this question, have a piece in front of you, a piece of paper in front of you. Write the word why with a question mark at the top. Before you click call, your coach asks you why. Quickly jot down the reason why on that piece of paper. And if it's a valid reason, click call. Now, every time that is the reason, make another tick mark next to it. For example, maybe uh, you're thinking about calling post-flop. Your coach asks you why. You say, I've got a great price on a draw. Write down great price on a draw. And every time that is a valid reason for a future call, click or uh, make a tick mark once again. Eventually, you'll find maybe that you'll write down five, six, maybe ten different reasons, but a few of them, you constantly make that tick mark. It just basically shows that you're paying attention. You're thinking second-level poker. You think about more than just your hand and the cards in the moment. Now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go out. 
Alrighty, go to the show notes page to help you take notes, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod four five five. And while you're on the show notes page, at the top of the sidebar on the right, you can check out my How to Win Online Poker Workshop absolutely free. In that workshop, I teach you the three secrets that I personally learned for myself uh, through my microstakes journey years ago. These are things I teach all of my students, and they are guaranteed to turn you into a better player in the microstakes. You are going to move that needle on your poker journey big time, and you'll be well on your way to becoming the player that you want to be. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.